All right, here we go. Welcome back to another episode of Your Fucking Welcome. This is Sarah. As I'm recording this, it is a Saturday night. It is 10.36 p.m. I am fresh out of the shower. I'm literally recording this in a shower cap. And I was just feeling inspired and fired up to talk to you a little bit about confidence. And of course, confidence in and of itself is such a big topic. And it, you know, it, it just goes obviously so many different angles and um, affects us in so many areas of our lives. And I'm going through something a little bit interesting in my business as it grows, as it evolves, as it changes a little bit. Um, and it's bringing some stuff up for me. And I wanted to share it with you because I think it's a really important point in terms of not kidding yourself and forcing yourself to be confident and really kind of allowing yourself to find a workaround. And so I'm going to talk about that in a moment. But again, like I said, like literally fresh out of the shower here. And I just wanted to bring this up because this might sound like a silly thing, but I also think it's a really, it's a really important one. I think so often, especially as business owners, we kind of give ourselves rules, right? Where, you know, we don't want to work on weekends and we want to do our content creation in the morning or we want to record podcasts on Thursdays, whatever it is. And I think that obviously there is so much value, right, in in having structure and having like a system for yourself, right? Like I'm big on systems. My brain kind of operates in systems. But I also think sometimes we can be so tied to the systems and the rules that we're creating for ourselves that we're like, number one, we're kind of stifling our creativity, right? We're stifling our inspiration because that topic that we feel really excited to talk about, we're not talking about it from that excited place. We're talking about it because it's Thursday and I have to record a podcast, right? And, you know, I always think it's so important and I'm always working on focusing more on being able to do my best work and, and share things because I really, really, really want to versus just feeling like I'm going through the motions because again like I'm I'm so lit up and I'm so passionate in so many ways about what it is that I do the work that I do and so the feeling that I could ever be kind of going through the motions and being more robotic with it 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 really bothers me and again I'm always really trying to do that less and less and really it feels like every day every week that that fire grows a little bit more to kind of just like give myself permission to operate from the most inspired place possible which is because I caught myself being excited about what I wanted to say to you I caught myself writing down a couple notes and okay Remember that fire. Remember that inspiration for when you record this day. And then what happens is that, and I'm sure many of you can resonate with this, what happens is then I go to do XYZ that day and it literally feels like it's been sucked out of my brain. And you can't even remember, you can't even go back to the lucid feeling of, of the passion or the fire, right? Because so many other things have gotten added to your plate at that point. Or, you know, you feel like you have to do a million other things that day, whatever it is. And so I'm just saying all of that to like hopefully push you a little bit to give yourself permission to like surrender to the inspiration versus again saying, oh no, I'm not supposed to be working on a Saturday. That's what I've done for so long. I've liked working Monday through Friday, Saturdays and Sundays. I don't work. And, and I mean, sometimes I do, but my goal is to not work on Saturdays and Sundays. Like I shouldn't be working. I should be resting. And then I'm inspired and then I'm not going to share it. Like what's, what sense does that make? Right. And so again, I know that Again, systems and structures and rules, they can they can benefit us so much, but we don't want to be tied to them to the extent that, again, the inspiration, the magic can kind of um, 
dwindle, if you will. And, and the fire and the passion that's actually there doesn't come out in full force. And, you know, I think, I think with everything, I think it's so easy to forget that like we started our own businesses to be our own bosses. And then meanwhile, we're kind of putting these rules on ourselves that don't actually have to be there. And so again, it, it might sound like a simple thing, but I know if you get this, you really get it, that it's a big deal. And, um, it's where a lot of torture, right? Mental torture can kind of come into play because you feel like your brain is just full of nonstop things and ideas. And I always say, I always use the word tentacles. Like I feel like a lot of times my ideals will grow tentacles. And then it overwhelms me where like, we've got like this, this idea has grown a million different legs and, and you don't know which way to go. And so I'm always doing my best to a keep things simple, but B when I have an idea, or even when I'm just thinking about something to act on it immediately, whether that means like in an organizational way, or it means recording a podcast right now, like not, again, not, not swallowing, if you will, the inspiration and then hoping it comes back. Cause I think we wind up just making our job a lot harder than, than it has to be. And I know personally that I enjoy the things that feel natural to me more than again, when I force myself to, but they're also almost always received the best, right. Versus the, you know, the extravagant, uh, full-blown production of, you know, planning everything out and feeling like you have to say everything in the right way. Like when I am natural, I'm speaking to you when I'm speaking to my people because I want to, that's when, again, I get the best feedback and it feels best to me. It feels the most fulfilling because of your feedback. It helps you the most. So Again, just a reminder to allow yourself to do that versus, again, you know, sticking to these rules and systems and, and structures that don't necessarily have to be there and that are not necessarily serving you, right, as much as the organic inspiration actually can. And so with that, the thing that I wanted to talk about quickly, I, I don't think this will be a very long episode, although who knows with me because I can always, I can always talk. Um, in a nutshell... Many of you who, who, if you've been in my world, you know this, that especially over the past four years, my business has largely functioned through my Facebook group. I say that I make almost all of my money through my Facebook group, and that's mostly true. We have an email list, and it's a decent size email list, but it is kind of rare that people like buy just from my email list. They have normally, you know, been in my Facebook group. They've watched my live videos. They've gotten to interact with me. I've been the most natural and like real version of me in my Facebook group. Not that I haven't been real other places, but because I have felt so comfortable in my Facebook group, it's where not only more energy, like in terms of quantity, like more posts, all of that, like more energy has gone there. But also again, in a way in which that like it's been the, it's been the freest version of me because I have always felt so again, safe in my own space. So, so if we look back at the past four years specifically, it has felt so like I was in the phase of money making in my business. And what I mean by that, I'm going to actually do a whole different episode on this because I think it's really important. All phases of business should be money making, right? But if we're talking about who, who I at this point mostly work with, like, online businesses, coaches, service providers, you know, you can start a business where you are helping people with their websites with next to nothing, right? You don't have to invest in all of this uh, equipment, a location, all of these kind of things. And so I have this tendency to work with, and I was myself, somebody who started a business with really, you know, no capital, nothing to fall back on, like really in this hustle mode of like, we've got to figure out how to make that bread and butter money. Like the sale that we get next determines the bills that get paid, right? Right. 
And that's where I have been for the past four years. And I don't mean that in terms of like the bills getting paid. Like we've been beyond that for a while now, but I mean that in the way of like, it wasn't so big picture. It wasn't, let's be as visible as humanly possible. Let's be all the places. Let's create this brand. Let's, you know, again, like let's blow this thing up. It was very much like make the money, make the money, make the money. And I don't say that in a way of like, I didn't care what I was doing because that's not true at all. But I hope you hear what I'm saying that like, it was very much a business that was like functioning with what was going to get us the sale versus doing the bigger picture things like the book, the bigger brand type of stuff that is going to benefit me in the long term, but it's not going to get me a sale tomorrow. We've been in the phase of like, we'd sell, we launch, we make money now, and that's what we do each day, right? And again, now we're going into the big picture phase. And as we enter this big picture phase, there's a lot of... I guess the best word to use is discomfort. There's a lot of discomfort coming up for me. I am really proud of how I've like done business my way, right? There there were definitely like phases over the past couple of years where I fell into the trap of believing I had to do more. But I'm really proud of the fact that like for the most part, I have stuck to my guns in the sense of like, I like my Facebook group. I don't like Insta stories. I don't like, you know, being on all these other platforms. I just want to be in my Facebook group, grow my Facebook group, make money in my Facebook group. That's the way that I want to do things. I don't want to worry about press. I don't want to worry about being on other people's podcasts. This is what I want to do. And this is how I'm going to do it. And I'm proud as fuck of the fact that again, if we look at last year, 2020, to have a million dollar cash year, with most of that coming through just one platform and it being like this simple operation, I'm massively proud of that. Balanced out with, as we again go into this bigger picture like phase, I'm starting to feel, shame's not the right word, but like let's use the word shame because I can't think of a better word in the moment. I feel a little bit of shame for like the fact that, oh, but I really haven't shown the world who I am on Instagram or I haven't shown the world like, who I am in this bigger picture way, right? There's a lot of like almost imposter syndrome coming up as I, again, work on like something like a book proposal. And meanwhile, like the the literary agent, like kind of the, the, the main place where they can get a real feel for me would be this Facebook group that has been private essentially to the rest of the world. And there's, again, there's the, there are these feelings coming up for me that like, I'm ready to not be that person anymore. I'm ready to like, really like let everybody in the freaking world know who Sarah Dan is and what she has to say. And the important thing that I have to remember here and what I want to share with you is that so much of like you're fucking welcome, right? The message itself was born from this place of like having confidence about selling, having confidence about marketing. Like, yes, I'm going to email you. Yes, I'm going to sell to you. Yes, I'm going to make money. I'm going to own all of those things. And if you don't like it, I'm sorry, but like, this is what I want to do. Having the confidence in that, right? Which is something that I work so much on with so many of the women that I work with. It It was born from this place of like, me having confidence in that. And so when I feel like people reflect back to me, like, oh, I wish I had your confidence to do that. It's still this really abnormal feeling for me because I feel like for, you know, 30 something years of my life, especially 99% of things right, are not things that I feel deeply secure about, right? They're not things that I feel massively confident in. I felt massively confident in my business for a long time, but there are plenty of things that I feel wildly insecure about, of course. And so I say that because I think sometimes when 
But I think when we talk about anything, we, this could be about money mindset. This could be about like being like physic more physically fit, whatever it is, chasing confidence. When we hear those things, or when we're starting to work on those things, like gaining more confidence, I think so often we can almost believe that a we have to turn into a different person tomorrow. Right, we're we're like, oh God, we got we've got to fix ourselves. We we we've got to get rid of the we've got to fix this. We got to get over this hump, and we've got to feel massively confident in every area about everything, and let nothing bother us by tomorrow. And we set ourselves up for so much stress, and no, I don't want to use the word failure, but like we we self sabotage in the sense that like we're chasing these 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 like goals essentially, and again the goal being like overnight confidence. We're chasing these goals that are really like un, they're not so realistic. They're, they're, we're setting ourselves up for disappointment essentially, right? And so I always say this, that especially in the coaching space, a lot of people who have run businesses like mine, they have started, right, their businesses and have made money in their businesses by starting with something like their Facebook profile, their personal Facebook profile, because it's obviously it's free. You get to connect with people on there. You can, you know, go into other people's Facebook groups and, and make connections that way. And you never have to spend a dime. And I have somebody who I've uh, worked with on and off somebody who like, in my community who did almost half a million dollars last year. And she only really used her Facebook profile. Like there's so much possible with just using one platform and using it well. Right. And I've always known that. But I've always felt wildly insecure about it. Something about me putting myself out there in front of people who don't do what I do, right? Like whether it's, you know, the person you haven't talked to in high school or your ex-boyfriend over here or the person you barely know over there and worrying about like if my cousins or whoever it is is going to judge the way that I'm talking about money online. It has felt like so vulnerable for me to market myself and to open up about that business side of things in front of a lot of people who like love me, but a lot of people who don't get it. And anytime I tried to show up in that particular place, I found my, I felt myself kind of watering myself down, not being as bold and not being as authentic and as natural to who I actually am as I would in my Facebook group, where my Facebook group is something that again, feels private. It is really just the people who are there either for me or at least they're women entrepreneurs, right? Like this is not somebody who is like not getting this space. Like these are people that are ready and willing to grow versus again, any old person who might criticize you, right? And the point is that we could sit here and and have the argument that, well, like you, if I'm talking to like whatever, 2016, 2015, Sarah, well, you should work on getting confidence and being able to, you know, show up on that profile and not care and not be triggered by it and not be worried about other people's opinions and basically like attempt to force that confidence. And while I think working on, okay, well, what's holding us back? You know, why is this actually scary? Like doing the mindset work, of course, is massively important, but there's also always a workaround. There's always a workaround. And so again, that's where we enter into the Facebook group. I was not ready. I was by no means ready. It wasn't just a little uncomfortable to me. It was terrifying. I would have gotten a job at McDonald's before I showed up on my Facebook profile. And that might sound silly to many of you, but like it was that scary and paralyzing for me. 
there, there was no way I was in any shape, form to do it, right? I was not mentally or emotionally, whatever, prepared to do that. It felt again, paralyzing to me. But if we're entrepreneurs, we don't get to stay paralyzed, right? So you get to not be confident about certain things. You get to be terrified of certain things, but you don't get to be terrified and then say, and then lie down. You don't get to say, well, X doesn't work for me and that's it. If X doesn't work for you, we've got to go to Y, right? We've got to go to Z. We can't do nothing, right? And I know you know that in terms of like taking action overall, but I find so many people who, and, and I'm sure I've certainly done this before and I, and I can do this as well, where we have so many stories about like why something won't work or the first roadblock that comes up is like, well, I don't feel confident to do this, so that won't work for me. Well, okay, can we find the workaround? Can we find a solution? Can we choose to do something that works similarly, right? Or at least can get you to the same result, but it doesn't have to be that exact path. I don't remember if I said this on the podcast, but I remember when I uh, started working with my coach that I work with now, she was explaining to me, I think I think it was on our first like discovery call. She was saying to me, you know, you'll have that person who's like struggling with exercise and be like, well, what should I do? The, the Peloton or the treadmill? Like, do you like running or do you like going on the bike? Like neither one is wrong, but like this is about what actually like it feels authentic to you and what you're going to do. And so again, it's the same thing. With all of it, we put so much stock into what way we think something is supposed to work and we think we're supposed to write the book because this person wrote the book or we're supposed to launch the video YouTube channel because this person did and that's the way to do it. And then if we're not confident to do it in that moment, we have tunnel vision on it and we focus on like one of my clients in my program uh, last week, one of my programs last week, she used the word excavating. And I was like, oh my God, like what an aggressive term, you know? But like, I feel like it's so often that's what we're doing. We're like excavating. We're like, God, like, let me, let me get out all the books. Let me get out all the notebooks. Let me think about this until I can't think about anything else until I give myself a migraine until I fix myself so that I'm confident to be on that path that I have this tunnel vision for. And then we don't even give ourselves the opportunity to see clearly that there's a fucking workaround, right? One of, again, my mantras lately that I've been really focusing on saying to myself as much as possible is nothing is actually hard. Nothing is actually hard because not that, not that that's actually true. Of course there are hard things, but if I'm always telling myself nothing is actually hard, then I can say, okay, this thing that feels hard right now, if nothing is actually hard, how can I find the solution here? How can I find the workaround? How can I choose that like this, this hardness is there, but it doesn't have to be there. And again, that doesn't mean, you know, especially in the grand scheme of the world, it doesn't mean that there's always this readily available solution, but my God, you've got to fucking try. As entrepreneurs, you don't get the option to not try. You don't get the option to not try. And I think I, I don't say that from a place of not being compassionate. I always say this. I say this to clients often. If somebody is having a moment, if somebody is having a moment where they're really struggling, right? Whether it's confidence or whatever it is, they're, you know, feeling, they're feeling upset because maybe their launch failed or, or whatever it is. And they're, they're letting, you know, that sadness, that grief, that, that fear that, that will this really work? Like all those negative emotions, right? They're in their emotions, which you are allowed to be in your emotions. I always say that like, 
if something fails, let's say a launch, whatever, if it failed, quote unquote, you get, you know, 24, 48 hours, do what you got to do. Whether that's you laying in bed for the next two days, whatever way in which you need or desire to cope, right? Obviously my hope is that you're coping in a healthy way, but whatever you need to give yourself, if you need to again cry in bed for two days, give that to yourself. You get to get in bed and pull the covers over your head. But if you've chosen the path of entrepreneurship, you simply don't get to stay there. You don't get to stay under the covers, unfortunately, right? Because we've got shit to do. And so again, the other thing that I always say is that like Sarah Dan, the human being, right? Sarah Dan, the human being, if you are my friend and we're out having a drink or coming over to my house and you're crying to me, certainly I want to soothe you. I want to make you feel better. I want to give you comfort, right? That, that's my desire. But we also balance that out with, but Sarah Dan, your business coach needs you to understand that like you have the right to be sad, but if we want to get the thing that we want, we've got to get up. We've got to get back up and we've got to move forward. We, we can't stay in this place, right? We've got, we've got to find the next solution. We've got to find the next whatever it is. And again, so there are going to be extreme circumstances, of course, and you're going to have extreme moments. And uh, please always know that I'm not being insensitive to something incredibly traumatic if you're going through that right now, right? Like, don't take that as me saying that, like, you know, get up. Again, we're all going to go through different circumstances. But as a general rule, right, you have to get back up. You have to find the solution. You have to find the workaround. And that is always going to look different. I, I don't talk about this much, not because I'm like, I don't know, like hiding it or anything like that. But I, I honest to God forget a lot of times that I started my business in September of 2012. By September of 2013, I went back to my full-time job. I was like, I can't do this. This is too hard. Like I, I cannot do this. And I went back to my job with my tail between my legs and walked into my boss's office. And like, I've not begged, but I definitely like asked, like very humbly asked for my job back. And he let me come back. And I stayed for about three months, right? Just because I'm like, oh no, I got a taste of the freedom. I got a taste of working from home. So this is now really making me miserable. But I went back and like, it was such a good reset. It was a really good reset to like test myself in terms of what I really wanted. Because going back, I was like, oh no, no, there's no way in hell that like, this is for me. Nope. Okay. You, you had a little bit of a hard time. You were struggling a little bit, but no, you know, creating your own business is for you. You know, this is for you. And went back to full-time entrepreneurship and haven't looked back from that moment. But in that time of my life, that was the workaround. I felt buried. I felt so scared and everything felt so hard. And in that moment, could we make the argument that again, I should have worked through certain things or however you want to say that, sure. But like in that moment, I needed a breather. In that moment, I just needed money and I needed to be able to zoom out and I needed to be able to see the big picture and I needed to get out of this, again, panic mode. And so by, by giving myself, again, that workaround, I allowed that for myself. And so I hope you hear what I'm saying here that like, I'm telling you to find a solution, but the solution can look many different ways based on where you are right now, right? 
So again, maybe if you are, especially as women, if you have children, like going through the pandemic right now, trying to manage it all, like I can't even imagine how difficult. And so maybe this is a moment where you're like, you know what? I'm gonna take six months off for my business and let that be okay. Cause that's gonna let me regain my sanity. Like obviously if you're in their position to do that or any other example that you can think of, like I think sometimes we think we have to do things, like our ego is telling us we have to do things. Like me feeling like I had to market on my profile was so coming from a place of ego. It felt like weak if I didn't do it. I felt wrong because everyone else was doing it, but I just knew that I was scared. I knew that I was, I was terrified. And so when I allowed myself to kind of remove those shoulds and just say like, how do I just want to do this? And I went full force with it. It worked and it worked beautifully, but Again, that was a workaround for a moment and you get to give yourself the workaround as well for whatever it is that you're struggling to feel fully or to have full-fledged confidence around versus, again, the way that I know we as women especially tend to make ourselves wrong, right? And force the fixing of ourselves. And we don't have to fix ourselves. Sometimes the actual answer is to give ourselves compassion and grace and see that the solution is often so much easier than when we actually realize, right? We don't even give ourselves the space to see that. And so again, all of that to say, I just want you to remember here that like you get to do things your way. And again, can we make the argument that, well, that podcast, you know, you do really want to, you do really want to launch it and you should work on not caring what anybody else thinks. And sure, that that's true. You should work on not caring about what anybody else thinks, especially if the podcast is a deep desire. If you deeply desire to have a podcast, yes, I want you to work on the reasons that you are scared to do that thing, right? Because again, if it, if it is a real desire for you, I want you to get anything out of your way that's standing in your way, right? But balanced out with, if you truly genuinely know that right now is not the time and I still feel really far off from being able to do this, let that be okay. Put it on the back burner. Say, I'm gonna revisit this in three months. You don't have to do everything right now. You don't have to be confident about everything right now. So again, there can be these moments of like feeling like, oh God, I should have been bigger by now. I should have been doing this. I should have been doing that. But like, I'm really proud of what I've done and I've done it my way. And now as I'm on the cusp of doing all these bigger things, not only am I stepping into them because I'm ready and I'm stepping into them because I desire to, to feel more seen and I feel more emotionally like intelligent and equipped to be seen in this bigger way and, and the vulnerability of it all, right? I feel equipped for that. Whereas I was not equipped for that before. I was not equipped for that before, but I also feel as though the lessons that I've learned have made me that much better and better suited to share those stories with you, right? And so I know it's oversimplified, but the more we can remember that like the things that we're learning, even if we're learning them slower than we wanted to learn them, God, they have so much value. Those lessons have so much value and you get to share those lessons and those lessons get to be value for other people, right? There are so many things I've struggled with in terms of food and weight and I don't know, emotionally blocked, if you will. Like I feel like for a lot of my life up until this point, I really have struggled to be angry, right? To be sad, like to feel my feelings, right? And it's something that I've worked on massively over the past year and I keep having these moments, fast moments, but moments where I feel so much grief and I feel so sad for like that girl who like didn't understand so many of these things for 35 years. It is true. Like I do feel those feelings, 
But I also feel so blessed. I feel like it's like, I can't even use that word seriously now, but like, I feel so blessed to like be able to have gone through those things and pass what I've learned on to you, right? I get to make money, make a living, being fulfilled, right? By sharing those kind of things. Like literally nothing brings me more joy than the ability to give you the light bulb moments that I struggled to have, right? And like, that's why I'm good at my job, right? I'm good at my job because I struggled with a lot of stuff, right? Who, who wants to hear from somebody who's never struggled with anything? Of course not, right? And so again, not to bypass it, but like just remembering here that like whatever you're going through, struggling with, what if you just surrendered to it? What if you just like accepted that, okay, you know what? Maybe I'm not meant to be confident about this thing at this moment. Yes, I'm gonna dial it up every single day and I'm gonna work on it. I'm gonna make the shifts that I think I'm supposed to make, right? But there's a difference between like growing and evolving and allowing yourself to get better and better each day and more present and more aware and more in tune with yourself every single day. There's a difference between that and being like, I'm wrong, I'm bad, I'm fucked up, I have to fix myself and I have to get there right now. There, those are two very different things. And so obviously I'm always an advocate for let's grow, right? But not at the expense of your sanity, right? And so again, surrendering to it I find can be so incredibly helpful and powerful and it honestly normally gets to where you wanna be even faster than the forcing right? Uh, so I hope that was helpful and I'll talk to you in the next episode.